You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6-5, U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production and may not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters, get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Hey, this is Sugar Shane. Welcome to the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. I'm your host here, co-host, uh, Sugar Shane, with my, with my co-host, Billy Dees. How's everyone doing this evening? And my other co-host, Jack uh, Jack Casey. Hey, guys. How's it going? Started to call you Jackie Casey. What the hell? I guess I had the Billy yeah, still in don't. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how y'all been the last few days? Are you going to go first there, Jack? Who uh, are you? Well, uh, I've been all right. Kind of having stomach issues today, so if you hear any hiccups, I apologize in advance. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, good. We went to the Pacific East place down in Kent, and my stomach like just isn't having it for some reason. I wasn't even eating anything spicy either, which is weird. You ain't going to have to hurl, are you? I don't think so. Okay. If I do, I'll do it on the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure we get it full splash. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Nasty, mate. I ain't done much of nothing, man. Done squat. You said you've been busy. Yeah, I've been uh, busy with work. I had a uh, uh, a video production that I was kind of stressed about this week. And uh, I uh, hope it went well. I uploaded it into their system. It's uh, automatically going to go out into the world over the weekend, so there's nothing I can do about it now. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, right. But uh, yeah, other than that, I had a... Uh, you know, a pretty good week. I just kind of relaxed uh, when I wasn't working, and I was hoping for some better weather. I wanted to get outside and start uh, walking or something. I need to lose some weight, and but uh, it, it's been kind of rainy when I've had time off. So uh, there you go. Yeah, that studio you guys built looks really nice. Yeah, that's oh, what I was telling him you. earlier. I, thought, I, I like it because it kind of looks fifties. You know what I mean? It kind of has. Mm-hmm. The, it kinda, okay. to, to me, when I look at it, it kind of has like a fifties diner feel to me uh, oh, okay just right. because of the tile or whatever it is back there that yeah pa- that pattern I, I just think it looks cool oh, awesome okay but, good. Yeah. you know what's funny is that's the exact same pattern that a youtuber i like named gus johnson uses in his studio <laughs> oh really okay yeah 
Cool. Uh, I know we're going to talk about something just briefly that Jack Case is probably going to be tuned out and on a video game world thinking wise. No, my Switch's battery died, so I'm not playing it right now. Oh, okay. The NFL draft was tonight, or is still going on, probably tonight. Uh, Yeah. The Falcons are going to have to release some players, most likely, because their salary cap only leaves them. I know this is going to sound like a lot of money to people like me and you that ain't got squat. But they said $7 million is all they got. So they're going to have to cut some players in order to be able to get somebody to be able to do something. Yeah. I don't really think the uh, Browns need many people, man. I think they got a pretty fit team. I think they're going to have 10 wins this year. I really do. Yeah, I, I'm not going to make that prediction yet. As um, long as they stay healthy. You know, uh, the, the thing with me in this is that uh, it, it's one thing to have raw talent, which they seem to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, you know, when you talk about cohesiveness, uh, you got a completely uh, – uncharted water when it comes to their coaching staff um there's a lot of things that can go wrong here and i i and i'm not being a naysayer i mean i'm i'm a i've been a browns fan for years right i know okay. where you're coming from you don't want to get and, your hopes up yeah you, and you've been, uh, here bef- you've been here before well yeah i mean i've i i grew up in a football family i grew up in a football town uh nfl people um and uh uh, I, I just know that there's more to it than having good players. You can have a fantastic team, and each of the individual players may not be extremely talented. Right. But when they come together, it comes together in the right way. And uh, there's a lot to, you know, the uh, quarterback really hasn't had a chance to play with these receivers, all of which are top-notch, but they, they, they still haven't played together. You have right. a head coach that's, that's in his first year as a head coach, and uh, I, I just, you know, there's a lot that can go wrong. You're, you're right. I mean, they're going to have to be molded well, I will say that. And, you, and you're right about having the best players because look at the New York Yankees. When they were spending all that money, they don't have a salary cap in baseball, so they were spending all this money. I don't know, one year it was like a hundred and something million dollars among all the players yeah. for that one season in order to try to get a World Series and still didn't get a World Series. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and that, and that happened more than one time. That happened more and, than and, once. You know, I, I want it to happen for Cleveland. I, uh, being a Browns fan, I want it to happen. You know, the, the simple fact of the matter is, is that Browns fans who have firsthand memories of a bronze championship are mostly ghosts. Okay. So with that being said, mm. naturally, we want, uh, you know, a championship Cleveland Browns team, a Super Bowl team that would elevate that city. Um, you have a quarterback who's already very media savvy. Um, you know, it, it could be fantastic, but uh, I'm going to give it four or five games before I, I before I make a decision. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, I just I don't. Re- I mean, I think I got the potential. Yeah, you're right. It is going to have to be put together well. It's going to have to be the coaching. It's come down to coaching now more than anything. Is being able yeah. to, to mold them into an actual team now, to work as a team. So yeah, that part has to be done, and it is a young team. That's all, that's a pro and a con. The con is you oh, may yeah. not you may not see a Super Bowl this season. Yeah. But the pro is two three years down the road you may be looking at another dynasty, if handled properly. Yeah. But that's if it's handled properly. 
Gotta have yeah. the right mind behind the machine. So. Yeah, see, I'm kind of like uh, what they did in New England. New England became the team that they did, not by, by going out and trying to get all the best players. I mean, when that team started to get hot, there was hardly a marquee player on that team. And uh, it, it's really the cohesiveness and the coaching. Uh, of course, you have all the athletes in, in professional football are good. Um, but uh, and you have to have better than average players, let's say for a championship team but the in my opinion you, there has to be a cohesiveness in the way the team works on offense and defense and um uh and that's that's when that team started to take off and really when you with the exception of brady all of the key players of the years have come and gone all the key positions have come and gone and and they they adjust every time to to get the best results from the talents that they have <laughs> Right, and uh, that's one of the, the, the that's one of the things that's going to be the legacy of Bill Belichick is he's he's managed to design a team every year that's built around the talents that they have. Okay, they they don't try to uh, you know construct a team by going out and getting the, the best pieces of other teams and bringing them in. So I, I just hope that that's kind of what's happening there in Cleveland, that they're not relying on putting these star athletes in key positions and just expecting good results because it doesn't happen that way. Right, right. And, and another thing I'd be nervous about, too, is, you know, the NFL, uh, the, a lot of the talk from the, from, from the players themselves, they're setting up the Cleveland Browns as the team to beat already. And yeah. they still have not had a winning season. Yeah, you can't. I, yeah, you can't jump the gun like that. I mean, you know, and they're making the, that quarterback, and they're making these uh, uh, receivers targets on day one for all that, the best defenses in the league, and they haven't done squat yet. Yeah, they're going to be under a lot of pressure. Yeah. Well, uh, I did watch the second episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, all right. I thought it was good. I think it's pretty much just telling me what I already know, though, about uh, Daenerys starting to be more more about power than she is about common sense. Yeah. And uh, she's still worried about who's going to be on the throne and who's going to, you know. But uh, I think they better get down to some war in the next one, man. That's all I'm going to say. We've had enough talk. Yeah, they, they, I, I made the comment uh, to my wife. It seems like they're taking a long time to set this up. Yeah. And I don't necessarily mean that... Uh, that it has to be war for it to be good, but there has to be uh, some unfolding of the story at somewhere along yeah. the line. Yeah, and, sheathing, and, some unsheathing uh, of the clothes. I mean, if you got you know, if you got to tell something, at least tell it there with your top off, man. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 you know that was a big controversy. I don't know her name, but that one actress that had the it really wasn't like a a real nude scene, but there was nudity uh, implied. Um, you could see, um, I, I guess, part of her breast showed. Oh, you talking um, about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Arya? And, yeah, and a lot of people uh, really were shocked by that because she started, you know, she was a child actress when oh, she yeah. began that. Yeah, she was just She's kid. well under her 20s now. Yeah, she isn't uh, a child anymore. But nonetheless, right. a lot of people were shocked by that scene. There was a lot of uh, uh, banter about it on the, on the internets. So. Yeah. 
Everybody's gonna have something to say about something. Yeah, everybody's got something to say about some it's damn like Hank, stuff all like, the time. It's like Hank Williams Jr. made a song one time, and he, here's a coalition, two band coalitions. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> a good one. I just can't believe I'm sitting here, and you guys are spoiling Game of Thrones for me. Oh yeah, because I'm oh, totally yeah. gonna watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the interviews that they had, I liked that they was asking the different actors about what their most shocking scene for them was, or what part, you know. A lot of them said the Red Wedding, which that was pretty damn shocking. Um, a lot of them said when certain people died. You know what Jamie Lannister said? He said the most shocking part of the whole se- all the seasons for him was when that eight-year-old boy was still breastfeeding. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, that was pretty damn shocking. I ain't gonna lie to you. When I was watching it, I looked at it tw- two or three times. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, holy man. But I'm looking forward. I think we're going to see something. I mean, they're right now they're right at the gates. As of at the end of the last episode. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, what do they call them? Uh, White Walkers? White Walkers, yeah. I didn't want to say Walking Dead because that's a different show. Yeah. <laughs> that may, uh, yeah, I, I wish they had to call them a little bit something more different. Well, getting to the topic of the show, Joe Biden has put his bid in for the 2020 election. Now, I think we're all in unison, as we've all said before, we don't really care that much about that because we think he's a little bit up in the years. With that being said, I'd still vote for him over what we got. <laughs> yeah. so, look, myself. Uh, I, I, really, I really feel that Biden's time was in 2016. Oh, yeah. He, he, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he wanted to stay out of the way of Hillary Clinton, and um, I, I, he had just had a, a very traumatic death in his family at that right. time. Um, but his I time... That, I think that played a big part in it, was the death yeah, of his family. I, and, and obviously, uh, I mean, what can you say about that? That's horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, what I was getting at was, is... I don't know that, quite frankly, most of the the um, you know the objective analysis uh, you know the, the political uh, you know pundits are saying that uh, unless something really drastic changes, he would have a hard time beating uh, Trump right now. Wow! And uh, and, and a lot of that is um, that's unbelievable. Well, I shouldn't say a, I wouldn't <laughs> say a hard I shouldn't say a hard time beating him, but it, the the idea that it's a given is far from that. Uh, he he would have because uh, the Republicans and and Trump have made a pretty good case for the old guard of the Democrats, and you have the same old faces over there. And this isn't when I say old faces, I don't mean uh, you know age. I I, I kind of feel that if, if regardless of what you're what you how old you are, if you're capable of doing the job, that's fine. Right. What I'm talking what what I'm talking about is old faces in that it's the same people speaking for the Democratic Party all the time. Right. It's Joe Biden. You know, it's Hillary Pelosi. Clinton. It's Nat- Nancy Pelosi. And it's the same people over and over again. And they really need to – and, Jack, you would probably know – what's the, the name of that one guy that uh, he's running as one of the first openly gay candidates? What's his name again? Oh, you, you yeah. Know? Oh, man. I know this in the back of my head Yeah, I do, I do too. Like, I just read an article <laughs> on him. 
Yeah, and he's actually very well spoken. I, yeah. I kind of feel like he could be the dark horse in this race. He might uh, come forward here, and, and it's way too early. You know, that's the other thing too. I don't ever remember these. It, it, they're talking. They're calling it "quote unquote" campaign season. It's two years away. Yeah. You know, it's uh, well, year and a half, whatever. I mean, I I, I never remembered uh, the election cycle starting the day after the election. Yeah, <laughs> like I it know, does not. man. I'm telling you. You it's know, the, it's funny too because a lot of the candidates end up becoming forgettable. Like the only one that I remember who ran against Trump from the last cycle was uh, John Kasich, and that's just because he's our governor. I can't yeah. name a single other one that ran against him. Yeah, uh, off if, the top if, of everybody my head. just presumed Bush was gonna was gonna take it. And um, uh, at, for for a long time, everybody was afraid that it was going to be Bush against uh, Hillary because that would have been Clinton and Bush again, you know, in, <laughs> right. the, in the election. But uh, uh, yeah, he didn't last long at all against the Trump machine. Uh, he went down really quick. That's so. one of the Democrats' problems too is they don't seem to be able to realize that a lot of people, myself included, do not like political dynasties. Yeah. Right. And, um, I, that's one place that they fail a lot. I mean, it, it gets a lot of heat. If you see somebody in the... They keep running people who have been in the news and been on the national stage for so long that there's a lot of dirt that can be dug up against them. Yeah. And they've pissed a lot of people off already. Sure. So, yeah. um, I mean, honestly, I think Bernie would put up a pretty good fight against Trump. Just because um, when the during the 2016 election, I knew more than one person... And I've seen it all over the internet too. Who said that they would have voted for Bernie over Trump if, um, if you know Hillary hadn't been nominated? But yeah, then they ended up voting for Trump instead because they didn't want to vote for her. Yeah, you know what? Um, that that's very true. And I'll say the same thing that I said about Biden. I think his time was in 2016. They should yeah. the Democrats should not have showed the door to him. No. I don't know that he's going to be able to get the same momentum that he had uh, back in 2016. Uh, and, and another thing, and here again, I am not a partisan. So I mean, I, I'm, I'm. This is objective analysis. If I was a Democrat, I would not at this point be pushing impeachment because here's what's going to happen. Yeah. For the most part, there's no clear evidence of any collusion with with Russia. Now, a lot of these uh, examples that they had of possible obstruction of justice, um, there was nothing really as, as far as a smoking gun in there either, or, or indictments would have been handed out by now. So let's just say if, if you're a Democrat and you're all fired up about, uh, let's just say, some of the shady dealings that were put forth in that Mueller report, what you're going to end up doing is you're going to expe- spend the next two years making your case for impeachment. Oh, yeah. It'll take and, a while. And even if, and even if you manage to uh, you know, you know, bring it to a head, uh, the fact that um, he has the Senate as, as far as Republicans um, – and he's going to have a good part of the judiciary if any of this gets challenged in court. So what's going to happen is is the Democrats are going to spend their political capital on t- telling everybody how bad Trump is. And when the election rolls around, they're going to be exactly where they were in 2016. Their only message is going to be vote for our guy because he's not Trump or she's not Trump. And, and, and there's no message there. There is absolutely no message. Yeah, tell me, tell me what you can do. I don't want to hear about vote for yeah. me because I'm not Trump. But, I mean, tell me what you can do. Well, yeah. there's also the yeah. danger of uh, the impeachment going through and then making Trump more powerful, like it did with Bill Clinton back in oh, 1999. Sure. I mean, that absolutely happened. He got impeached, but wasn't removed, and bam, his ratings went like way up. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. 
And here again, it would be different if there was some really big, heavy, you know, explosive material in that Mueller report. But there, there just isn't. And uh, you can slice it and dice it and talk around it any way you want. Okay, there's some bad things in there. And I predicted all along that that Mueller report was going to be that way. Yeah. I, I, said, I said from the very beginning, it's not going to be flattering to the president. It's, it's going to make him look bad. But there's nothing in there that's going to move forward with, with a criminal investigation. Yeah, I remember the first time you said that. So yeah. And, and uh, that's exactly what happened. It wounded him, you know, as far as his image goes. But it, it's, it's not going to make a difference in, in what happens next. And uh, if if the Democrats can't get off of this, uh, let's get Trump thing. They really need to start shaping a viable candidate, like they did with Clinton in ninety in ninety two, and like they did with Barack Obama in two thousand eight. Yeah. Uh, and you know somebody that really captures the people's attention that you that you can get behind is a viable alternative to what you have. And if their only platform is hey Trump is really bad, if that's their only message, they're go- they're probably going to lose again. Yeah, I'm afraid so. And the one good thing you can say about the Mueller report, though, is that it did shine a light on a lot of scum that oh, were around no the administration. That. So, I mean, you know, you see, I've been seeing these memes saying, like, like, oh, well, that was $20 million of wasted money because they didn't find anything, when in fact they really did. Oh, yeah, sure. And, I mean, there's still stuff ongoing from it. I mean, I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised to see Jared Kushner take some damage here in the next six months. Yeah, um, based on the security stuff, things like that. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't yeah, a lot of people it. think it was a total waste because you know Trump isn't going to get impeached over it. But to be completely honest, it, it, it there were some good that came out of it. You know, yeah. And I guess it's not really reported on as much, or people just don't care. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. I agree. I'm glad they got rid of that anyway. But uh, I will say, did you? They asked if he wanted Obama to endorse him, and he said no. Well, he said, yeah, he he doesn't want to pull on the coattails of somebody else. Right, that's what he said. He said he said he wants whoever to yeah. win. He, he said whoever wins this election, he wants them to win it on their own merit. And that's, that's honorable. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was that's, cool. Yeah, I thought it was cool that he did that. A lot of folks would have said, yeah, I'll take it. You know, because that'd be a that'd be a good endorsement. Him and Obama are still best buds, though. So, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, he he probably feels he doesn't need to. He, he probably should say something honorable, like you said, because the the implication is going to be there. I mean, he was his vice president for eight years, right? So, yeah. Have we ever had a president to change vice presidents? Oh yeah, we have several. Oh okay, I um, just FDR. FDR was one of them. Um, I've I think never... there were a couple. Of th- there were a couple very early on in uh, in the well, Nixon, country's history. Nixon changed too. Uh, he, yeah, he had did. Spiro Agnew, and then then I was it Rockefeller that came. Was yeah, I, I believe it was. I, I don't remember who the who the follow up vice president was, but Nixon started with Spiro Agnew, and then he got into some kind of trouble, and then. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I just wondered. I've never, I've never studied that aspect of history in itself. So yeah. I just wondered. I was just thought about that. What yeah. do you guys think about going back to the old rules uh, that they used to have before the I think twenty something amendment, where uh, the the first one, the one who wins first place gets president. The second one who, or the second place candidate gets vice president. You know that isn't necessarily bad. Um, I don't know. 
I've always yeah. thought it'd be kind of a dynamic that would at least like somewhat force them to try to work together. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'd have to study that a little bit, but it sounds like an intriguing uh, idea. Yeah. I mean, it would never happen in a million years, but no, it wouldn't. It'd be, no, it would be interesting to see what would come of it. You know, well, well I, I mean, you tell- got to keep in mind, like the majority party has to remember that should their president get impeached or get killed in office or whatever, then yeah, exactly, it's the minority party that's now in power. And I feel like yeah. that, would, that would foster a lot more bipartisanism or bipartisanism. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, yeah agree. I, you. Uh, I agree. Yeah, and and, and you know the. Um, the founding fathers never really wanted a party system. They warned against it. No. So. No, anybody in their right mind wouldn't want one. That's no. The whole idea of party implies division. Yeah. Well, people so why do wouldn't you, naturally why wouldn't you? kind of form. People do kind of naturally coalesce in the tribes, though, given a large population. I know, but yeah. it's, it's kind of inevitable well, that's how that it happens. happens yeah. In the first place. yeah, I agree yeah. with that, but, that's, but it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't have cliques. This shouldn't be a. I mean, yeah, it might be part of our human nature, but maybe that's something we should uh, try to work on not having because it's really not worth yeah. it. Right. I mean, stereotypes, I never have liked them. Texas executed. God, I got. I don't know how. I would like to know what number of people, they, how many people they've executed since they had the death penalty in the state of Texas. Because I don't know if they've ever not. I've talked a lot. You know. Yeah, I think I've already. This is their third one this year. Wow. The executed <laughs> John William Keeg, a 44 year old, who dragged James Bird the Junior. This is 20 years ago. For three miles. I don't know. You have to remember it in the news. I remember it. Uh, I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. He dragged him. They said that for two miles of that three, that guy was still alive. Oh, God. Now, I don't tell you that to make you squirm. I'm just telling you that, 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 you know, some people don't believe in the death penalty. I, for one, do, but I got my own reasons for it. But I can't have no sympathy for it, man. He dragged a person who had family. I don't know, maybe he had kids. I don't know. Yeah. For three miles and two miles, yeah. that man had to be alive and endure it, all because he didn't like the color of a man's skin. Yeah, I, 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 I don't have any issue in with the death penalty at all. I mean, no. I'm not necessarily a champion of it. Right. Uh, but uh, in this case, I mean, who, 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 yeah. who, who needs somebody like that? And, and, you know, the people like Ted Bundy and all that, he got out. You know, a lot of people don't realize that. Uh, he escaped. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he ended up uh, killing a few more people before they caught him again. Yeah, he didn't even change. You know, he could have, he if he wanted remorse and wanted to change, he would have escaped and, and not done it anymore. But he proved he was of no use to society because he escaped yeah. and continued to kill. So, I mean, no, I, I, I'm... You gotta have you've gotta have laws, and pu- you gotta have punishments that go with those laws, in order to the people like us to know that what our consequences are of our actions. Hey, I don't want to do yeah. that. That's why yeah. another, that's why if I was living in a certain countries in the Middle East, hey, I'm not gonna steal that because I'm gonna get my hand chopped off. Consequent consequences. So. I'm not saying that 
we should have hands chopped off. That's not what I'm saying. No. But but you get what I'm saying. You know, it gives you something to think about before you go and do it. Hopefully, if you got any brain at all. Now, there's some, you know, I don't know exactly what you're working with. You know, some of these guys are so twisted. I I don't know that it's a deterrent necessarily. No. Uh, But but, but my my whole thing is, you know, it's just like you got cockroaches in your kitchen. You don't care why they're there. (laughs) Okay. You you, you don't care why, uh, well, gee, if I kill this cockroach, is it going to be a deterrent from the other ones coming in? That's not, you want the cockroaches gone. And uh, people who commit the types of murders that we're talking about here are, are, uh, you know, they're a menace to society, just like the cliche says. And uh, uh, the havoc that they wreak. And, you you know, a lot of people don't understand about Texas law. Uh, Your chances of being somebody like uh, the fugitive, where you just happen to... Uh, walk into a crime scene and get arrested, and, and you and, and you don't have any priors before. You're probably not going to end up on death row. Texas law is for the most heinous of crimes, um, and I, I forget what the exact verbiage is, but they they say it's a heinous crime committed with uh, you know an exceptional brutality or a cruelness. And uh, I, I just yeah, you know my uh, my. Uh, my whole thing with that is I don't care. Uh, that those aren't. Uh, I'm not really too worried about uh, you know what we do with people like that as long as they're kept away from society. Yeah. Like 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 Jack was saying, either life in prison and maximum security, or uh, the death penalty. Because uh, th- those people who have a propensity to kill like that have a bloodlust. And you can you know talk about the psychology yeah. of it all, all day long, oh, but yeah. they have a bloodlust that uh, is never going to be satisfied. Yeah. Well, this guy here, so, this, John, this John William King. Let's say they let's say that they said, okay, we're going to do away with the death penalty for this guy. He's got done served twenty years. We're going to let him out time served. Let's say they were stupid and did that. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, within two years time, his ass would have been back in there for another murder charge, probably. I guarantee you he'd have been at a bar, had some drinks, somebody set him off the wrong way, or something would have happened where he would have went into a rage and killed somebody else within two years. Guarantee it. And why put that back on the streets? I'm not really big on the death penalty myself, except for, like, in extreme cases. And, I mean, a case like this, I mean, it couldn't have happened to a better P... or a nicer POS. Sure. But um, I, I really do think that we should put more into studying these people instead of just locking them in a cage like take brain scans um pick at their brains stuff like that um before we do it and uh, one interesting thing is that um the death penalty actually does generally cost more than um life incarceration when you factor in a lot of appeals like all oh, the yeah. appeals um the fact that you know you have to have more guards you have to have <clears throat> more you know stuff like that so if you're looking at it from a cost standpoint um it really is better to just lock them up for life. But then at the same time, you've got these people who are also could become a huge danger to the guards, which um, worries me about my friend who's a prison guard. You know, you yeah, know sure. kind of psycho he's going to end up. And other prisoners, by. too. Sure. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, as I, I don't really like it. But, I mean, in the case of, like, open and shut where, you know, it was a spree shooter, like they caught him with the gun. They have him on video killing people. Yeah, fine. You know, execute him. But... Um, other things where the evidence isn't quite as solid, I, I'm kind of iffy about it because there have been uh, quite a few exonerations. 
yeah. uh, through like the internet or the instance project and all that. And yeah. in general, it, it does kind of make me queasy thinking that you know our government can just randomly kill its own citizens. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. Sure. I've oh, never yeah. liked that either. So. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, there are some cases where it's just like, oh, well, see you later, dude. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Yeah. Well, kind of keeping with the uh, prison theme here, Bernie on the right is uh, was told and was saying in a speech, and it did come out kind of sounding like he was comparing it to it in a way. Now, whether he meant it that way, I don't know. But they were talking about the right for felons to vote. And he came off trying to compare the felons' right to vote to the women struggling to get the right to vote. And I'm like, mm-hmm, no, no, sorry, Bernie, I'm sorry, buddy. Back channel. Come on, backpedal there, buddy, because there's a big damn difference. Big difference. If you can't tell that, you can't see the forest for the trees. Because there's a big difference between people that have committed crimes become felons than people that were already law-abiding citizens never committed a crime trying to get a right yeah. to vote. And the only reason why they could not vote was simply due to their gender. Had nothing to do with anything they'd done, anything against their character. So, no, that's right. a little bit different, Bernie. Sorry. I ain't got nothing Absolutely. against you. But that right there, if you meant that, like I said, you'd have to go back and hear it. And like I said, he didn't directly say that, but the way he says it, he kind of words it around that way. Yeah, yeah. And I'm hoping he didn't mean it that way. But if he meant it that way, man, that's wrong, bro. You're straight up yeah. wrong because there ain't no comparison. See, my thing is, though, I mean, yeah, if not allowing them to vote or vote while they're locked up, I mean, that's fine with me. But, um, like, the election rolls around and you're in jail while well, you're removed from society, so that's part of your punishment. But when, once they get out and they've served their time, I don't see why we don't let them do it. See, that's really what I agree. I agree. Once they've served their time to society, and they've paid and done their dues. Maybe even after they get off probation. Maybe do their probation time. I don't even care if you do that. Maybe because that gives them time to get back into society, and we can ensure that they, you know, they serve their probation time out. We know everything's cool. Maybe they're, you know, reformed. And then, yeah, I have no problem when they're getting the right vote back. But I don't think they should have it in jail. And here's the reason why. It goes back to what I was saying earlier. For every action, there has to be a consequence. And if you're going to commit a crime and go to jail, you should lose your right to vote during that time as a consequence to that action. And that's just how it is. Yeah. But you can earn it back. I don't think, I'm like you, I don't think I should be stuck not being able to vote the rest of their damn life. No, that's wrong, because yeah. that's just repeatedly punishing somebody and kicking them while they're down. Right. And that's one of the huge problems we have with, you know, repeat offenders and everything, is we just keep spitting on them and spitting on them. And then, oh, surprise, surprise, can't find employment, has to go back to selling drugs or doing whatever it was. Right. In fact, right. I think once you serve your probation, once you, you know, do all that, I don't think you should even have to have a criminal record, except maybe in the case of, like, theft or a violent crime. Because yeah. it holds a lot of people back who shouldn't be held back in the first place. In fact, a lot of the hardest workers I've ever known were people who've been to jail, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, people make mistakes. You know, that's just life. And so I think if you make a mistake... And like you said, it wasn't something like a violent crime or something. I mean, come on, people. Live and let live, you know. No sense in sticking somebody with a stigma for the rest of their life. Baby, I can't really hold him. He keeps trying to chew on my headphone cord. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I won't, I'm trying to chew on his headphone cord, and he won't hold me. <laughs> told you to knock it off, Shane. <laughs> no, I got my little buddy in my hands right now. He's trying to chew on things. 
<laughs> but uh, he's cleaning out his cage. Yeah, women. I just want to make clear there is a big difference between women voting and getting the right to vote. They had to, yeah. yeah, he kind of screwed up with that comparison a little bit. I kind of agree on that one as much as I love Bernie. Yeah, and he could have just yeah. That's what I was about to say, and because that doesn't really seem like something that he would mean, you know. Right, that's what I was about to say. That's if he meant that. I'm not saying that he for 100 percent did because I'm not sure exactly where he was coming from on this. Yeah, I'd have to check that out. I've heard it quoted, but I did not hear the full context of what he was saying. Right. Yeah, I want to go back and hear it like that. So I mean, that's what I said. If he meant that, because I don't want to say it. I'm not not reporting it as uh, written in stone. I'm just, you know, telling you what I've been... Exactly. What, what right. I heard. Mm-hmm. This would probably take us for a second, but do you think there's too much power in the executive branch today? And either one of you can start it off. I don't care which. Oh, I... I you know, I don't know. Um, the way the government is set up, um, I kind of feel that there's a pretty good balance overall. Um, you can't have too much ruling by committee you know that's one of the advantages that a king has <laughs> okay oh. uh and uh, uh obviously uh you know kings make uh you know get into a lot of trouble with their power and do the wrong things but w- w- presuming that you have a good king one of the advantages is is that uh, you don't have to rule by committee decisions that should take five minutes do not take five years um so you you need a little bit of that in the executive branch. Um, with that being said, though, there has to be a balance of power. We don't want a king. Right. And uh, uh, there's enough checks and balances for the most part. I feel that, uh, you know, as a whole, the government is set up pretty well. What has changed, in my opinion, is now that the shift of wealth has has moved to a very small percentage of the population and that's true of the entire world not just the united states but one one of the problems with that is is that's where a lot of the corporate structure a lot of the financial structures of the country that's where the real power really is that's where the influence in government really is that's how they influence so many people in congress and that's something that we don't have as many safeguards against and that's something that uh, I, I would be a little bit more concerned about rather than, uh, you know, just a couple of politicians having too much power. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's too much power, though, for a president to just be able to uh, give the executive order? The way it's set up, I mean, you know, it bad executive orders can be undone. They're not laws. They can also be shot down by the courts, too. Exactly. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, if uh, if Trump were to put out an executive order, say, saying um, everybody of Mexican descent, whether, you know, a citizen or not, uh, is to be locked in an internment camp, something like that, a court would shoot that down pretty much immediately. It would, oh, it would yeah. be unenforceable. Like, like what he did with the travel ban. Right, the Muslim right. travel ban. I mean, the court was just like no, so um, it, it is kept in, in check. It's not like he can just like write down a decree and everybody has to do it. Like oh, everybody has okay. to wear a yeah, on Thursdays. I remember that. Yeah, he did shoot that. Yeah, they there are balances that to that. Yeah, that's right. They did shoot that travel ban down. Now I remember. Yep. Yeah. He got shot down like five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So what do you think, Jack? You think there's too much power in the executive branch or think it's all balanced? I honestly think that the president's gotten weaker in the past few decades than stronger. I mean, you get, you know, as, as you said, executive orders, but I mean, a lot of them do get shot down. Um, the president more exists as um, somebody who has like a bully pulpit who can kind of set the direction of the country and uh, be able to sign or decide not to sign laws. But um, you can't just have a president out and out become a dictator. And I see a lot of people saying that. They're like, oh, Trump's going to Trump's gonna declare himself a dictator by 2020. Oh, man. But people like... said the same thing about Obama. They said the same thing about W. They said the same thing about Clinton. I mean, it... It's just it's a lot of fear mongering and a lot of it comes from yeah. the media. Um, oh, I kind of yeah. wish our fourth estate, the media, didn't have as much power as they do. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I but wish there again, were better you... regulations on outright, you know, falsehoods and lies, like yeah. uh, like the whole thing with the Covington kids. And once again, I hate to you know have to defend a bunch of MAGA hats, but um, I mean the media was totally in the wrong with it. Kid got in trouble, and uh, it was. Just blatant falsehoods i mean and they never got fined for it there was never anything done and i mean that kind of thing's dangerous right. that's that's pretty much inciting a riot right there yeah over yeah well you never happened your point about the media is very well taken and and indirectly it feeds right into to, to what i said with with where, where the power is at right now the large media companies in this country are owned by a corporate structure yep. that has their own agenda I mean, there's there's absolutely no disputing that. I mean, honestly, I think they should be broken down too. Like that Sinclair uh, media deal that went down. I mean, that shouldn't yeah. exist. That right there is a monopoly and should be busted up. Mm. And as I said, it's dangerous in the first place because I mean, not only is you know your local news uh, quality declining, but I mean you're having ideas implanted in people's head and mass, whether they're good or not. And I, I just it makes me very uncomfortable. To yeah, see something like that happen. You're, you're absolutely correct. And the other component to this is is the way that uh, social social media is structured now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're having more and more uh, large companies getting involved in uh, you know boosting certain posts and doing other things. And it, it used to be that the idea that of social media was to you know have an unfiltered uh, way for the public to access and give information. And that I, I believe that that has turned into a falsehood. I, I'm everybody's going into their own bubbles now even more. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you follow the people that you like and the, the people that you agree with and, and anybody else that has an opinion that differs from yours, you, uh, you unfollow them or block them. Right. Well, that is dangerous. I mean, it leads to, um, you know, the one side saying, like, you know, anyone I don't agree with is basically Hitler. Uh, you know, oh, you know, yeah. it's just, well, Absolutely, they just have a sure. different opinion than you. I mean, you know. And that's the thing. I'm a free speech absolutist. I mean, anything besides, like, child porn, I, I think you should be able to say whatever you want. And um, the free market of opinions will decide, you know, what happens to you. But when you get people brigading, like they do nowadays, and getting people fired, I mean, I, I mean, even racist Jim Bob has to feed his family, too, you know? Oh, yeah. And it just it kind of sickens me that, you know, you get a, a bunch of people who, oh, I disagree with you, so we're going to take your job and put you out of the street. And I mean that's that's just as bad as uh, lynching someone. I mean losing your job in this country could be a death sentence. Oh yeah, you lose your health insurance, all because you said something some people didn't like. I mean my yeah. thing is if, if somebody's saying something I don't like, I mean yeah I'll hear them out, but I don't have to listen to them. I can yeah. just change the channel yeah. or go to the next post. And I think we've lost a lot of sight 
that you can do. That. Oh, you're right. You're right. Sure. I mean, it's almost like the the channel change button went extinct. Yeah. So, and if you're talking to somebody, you've got to have the balls to say to somebody, and it's not being mean when you do this. Just look at them and if it's talking about something you don't want to talk about because it's just something you don't want to deal with, just say, look, do you mind if we change the subject? Because I really don't want to talk about that. <laughs> and if they don't like it and they get puffed up and walked off, well, guess what? You just lost that for the, all that garbage being dumped on you for the whole day. Well, that's the thing, too. When you're <laughs> shouting people down and taking away their livelihood and everything, you're not changing opinions. You're just reinforcing them. Like, I yeah. remember uh, I, when that trans bathroom crap was going on, oh, we had yeah. a co-worker who was all about, oh, yeah, there should be a law and everything. And, you know, my argument was, well, I mean, do rapists and child molesters really ever follow the law? I mean, do you right. really think they're going to go, oh, I can't go in this women's bathroom to, you know, molest this four-year-old girl or whatever because it's against the law? No, they're going to do it anyway. Right. And, I mean, who cares who's peeing next to you in the first place? And I actually changed her opinion on it. Yeah. And that's something you don't see very often anymore. Right. Yeah, we that's need to true. listen to each other. I mean, even some of the worst like people out there, like you know Richard Spencer, people like that, I mean, they occasionally make a valid point. I mean, it happens. I've seen Alex yeah. Jones make a valid point before. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's was. rare. It's, it's like not, a broken yeah. clock right twice a day, but you know, yeah. it, it's just, you know, when you don't listen to each other, we it just it, uh, it doesn't do any good, and it just makes the problem right. worse. And it's, yeah. it's sad to see that happen in the past 10 years. Right. Well, I want to close the show out on a good news report. You remember the boy that we talked about a few weeks ago that they get ass white came in and picked him up and threw him off the top of the mount in the mall in the third store. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. made, he's made a recovery, and he suffers no brain damage. Oh, good. Well, well that's a miracle, boy. Yeah, that is a miracle. Yeah, yeah. He's. I thought he was. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I hate to say it like this, but I thought he was good as dead. Oh, I figured he'd be he'd be gone within the yeah. next twenty four hours. Yeah, I heard about it. But um, I saw where it said I read an article the other day where it said he was he was making recovery, and now we got I got an article today that said that he suffered no brain damage. Wow, so that's pretty amazing. Yeah, man. Usually a third or a third story bumps. fall or even lower than that is like is deadly. Yeah, oh, sure. He yeah. must have landed just right. Yeah, um, this was a five year old kid, man. So I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it so. still amazes me that 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 guy got out of the mall without yeah, like I getting a severe ass yeah. beating. Yeah, I don't know. How like you would think that another parent or somebody would have seen that, seen red, and like oh, just yeah. beat the dude within an inch of his life. And you know what? I wouldn't feel bad for him. No, I wouldn't convict that guy. You know? No, I'd give his ass a medal. I don't care if you picked him up and threw him over. I'd give him a medal. Yeah, buy him a beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, have y'all got anything? I'm a good man. I had a lot yeah. more topics, but we stayed on a few of those a good bit. That's fine. I like going into it. So uh, it's all good. Uh, we'll be back here Monday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, same same place here on Spreaker. Uh, y'all have y'all got any plans this weekend? Nah, I'm, going this, I'm going to either the zoo or the botanical gardens with my mom and Quinn on Saturday, so it just oh, depends okay. on the weather. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. I think... No, don't quote me on this because you know how weather is here. But I think it's supposed to be somewhat uh, not raining, maybe partly cloudy Saturday, but I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, we'll see how it happens. <laughs> either well, way, I, I wouldn't mind going to either one, you know. Right, 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 right. Well, I'm doing nothing but working. So that being said, I've got to get off here and be at work at six in the morning. So <laughs> y'all have a good weekend. Peace out. 
Me too, buddy. See ya. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you think you can solve any problem by turning your computer off and on. Hey man, is something wrong with your laptop? Nah, I just need to turn it off and on. It's no problem. It's smoking. Yeah, that just means it needs to reboot. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. And now it's on fire. Happens all the time. It's all good. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. When tracking the domestic dust bunny, you commonly find them hiding under wardrobes next to lost socks. Don't move too suddenly or they'll scurry off. What's utterly fascinating about the dust bunny is that although they are not actually sentient creatures, when they hear that Geico not only saves people money, but also has a 97% customer satisfaction rating, it's obvious to them you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Oh no, it's the dust bunny's only natural predator. Run along, dust bunnies, run along.